Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, welcome again. It's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, the Breeze Man. Mike Kapler is with me. Uh, we call him the Cap, and we're glad to be here again for another edition of Growing in Grace, celebrating the life of Jesus Christ. We've been raised together with him. So many of the benefits that go along with that, we just need to um, keep on reminding ourselves of these things, Cap. And so uh, this week, uh, no exception, going to be talking about deliverance and uh, whether we've been delivered and if we need any more deliverance and all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned uh, this week as we get into some really encouraging things, I hope. Yes, uh, indeed. Stay tuned. Don't change the channel. Uh, who knows what Don't you're going to end up on. touch that dial. <laughs> Unless you need to get clean and then use your dial don't touch soap. That, yeah, don't touch that soft soap. <laughs> you know, you're already clean. <laughs> you don't need that stuff. I think Jesus said that. Clean What's through it? the word, right? Clean through. You have been. I think that was, uh, I can't remember the reference. But references don't matter. What does it matter when we have the word in our heart? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a good thing. You know, a lot of people don't have the written word, Joel. That's true. And uh, they're in a place where they, they just can't acquire one or, you know, they're harder to get. Not everybody lives in freedom uh, around the world. So, Right. Um, and, you know, I'm thankful but, that we do have the Bible. And, you know, I love the scriptures, but you're right. Uh, so many people aren't don't have this uh, luxury that we have. Yeah, it's a great roadmap to have. Um, and so with our Growing in Grace podcast, uh, which we have done you know, all of these years now, uh, you and I have Joel, and we continue to learn as we grow in grace. All right, so this is kind of an ever-changing thing, but it's very exciting. We're just a couple of guys who are sitting here before you, kind of just having a conversation between ourselves, but we've invited you here to listen. As we talk these things out, we, we hope that we and you will gain a better understanding of what the gospel really is and help us all to, uh, you know, get focused on a more right perspective of the the truth with a capital T. Because a lot of what people have learned in the church world, a lot of it, unfortunately, has probably brought them into more bondage rather than freedom. So let's talk about this thing called uh, deliverance that you were just referring to, Joel. One thing that uh, I wanted to point out, the, a scripture that that Paul shared with us in the in the New Covenant, the New Testament. You have not been given the spirit of bondage. So you see, you and I have no, in Christ, we no longer have reason to fear because we've been given a spirit of liberty, a spirit of adoption, but not bondage. One, one definition of bondage that Paul talked about in the book of Galatians, where did bondage come from? It was birthed with the, the commandments and the law. The moral commandments written in stone, Paul said, gave birth to bondage. Fortunately, we are no longer under the law, the moral code that was written on those tablets of stone that gave birth to bondage. We're no longer under that burdensome law of rules because it's been declared abolished and obsolete. So we have been free, we have been delivered, and there are many believers, even Christians today, who are seeking some of these things. They're seeking some sort of deliverance, some sort of freedom that spiritually has already been purchased for them. 
Yeah, exactly. We don't know what we have uh, so many times, and so we live in ignorance of what has really happened to us, uh, the, the reality of what's true of us. Well, I know, Cap, you know, speaking of deliverance, I know there's uh, some stuff from uh, what's called the Lord's Prayer that I know you want to talk about. I suppose before we get to that, you know, speaking of being delivered, sometimes I think this is important. This is an important distinction to make the difference between our soul and our spirit, the spirit. And there is a difference. Uh, Some people think that the soul and the spirit are the same thing, but there is a difference. We are a spirit. That's who we are. That's our identity. That's the new person that we are. The old person before Christ came in and joined himself to us was a spirit who was joined to Adam. And then that uh, spirit died and a new one was born again, regenerated as they say, and that is our true identity. Our spirit relates to God. You know, when the Bible says that we are complete in him, that's our spirit that is complete in him. Our soul, on the other hand, is our mind, will, and emotions. And sometimes our mind, our will, and our emotions, you know, the way we think about things, how we feel, doesn't always line up with the reality of what's happened in our regenerated spirit, in our born-again spirit, in our complete spirit. And so uh, while we've been made free in Christ in our spirit, often our soul doesn't always get that. You know, it doesn't always get that all the time. And so we can live... In a sense, we can live as if we're in bondage when we're not really in bondage. And so I just wanted to kind of point out the difference between the soul and the spirit so that we understand that we've already been delivered in the spirit realm. But as far as our souls go, there's this renewing of the mind that always needs to uh, to keep on taking place every day. Right. Yeah, the spiritual deliverance already happened, and it happened quickly. Um, the first UPS delivery, Joel, UPS ground. <laughs> Jesus was in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. So it was ground delivery. <laughs> took three days, took three nights. Oh, but the deliverance did come, the first, the first delivery. Um, all right, sorry, moving on here. Um, Jesus, Matthew 6, the Lord's Prayer. Remember, we've talked about this. This is an old covenant prayer. It's not for us under the new covenant today. Deliver us from evil was one thing Jesus told the Jews to pray for back at that time. He also said before that, lead us not into temptation. Well, we know from the New Testament in James that it's, God doesn't tempt us. He doesn't lead us into temptation. We're usually led there by our own lust. But the thing I want to focus on here is deliver us from evil, Jesus said. Well, again, that was before the cross, speaking uh, under the old covenant to the Jewish people who were under that covenant. If we go back now on the other side of the cross, looking back at the cross, Paul said in Colossians 1.13, he has delivered us from the power of darkness. And this is the same Greek word, and this amazed me, uh, the same Greek word, deliver us from evil, and he has delivered us from the power of darkness. That word is the same, that word delivered. So uh, that's uh, encouraging news for those of us now in Christ. And just looking through some headlines here in Colossians chapter 1, Joel, and some of this will relate to what you were just talking about. But Paul was uh, writing to the Colossians, uh, starting out his letter, he said, be filled with the knowledge of his will. He was praying, we do not cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I'm going to skip through some of this here for the sake of time. Increasing in the knowledge of God, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. There it is. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. 
And then a little further down, and you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled, he's brought us back together, in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight if you indeed continue in the faith. And what does it mean to continue in the faith? To continue to trust in what Jesus did, not in what we do, what he did provided us uh, with this deliverance, this freedom, this position of being holy and blameless, but being filled with the knowledge of his will, increasing in the knowledge of God, some of that is going to come through the renewing of the mind, which we'll talk about in future programs, but um, just kind of separating the soul from the spirit there, Joel. Yeah, see, so much of this, I mean, so much of our daily experience in Christ rests upon our thinking and, and how we view things, whether we are trusting in the truth, like you say, if you remain in the faith, if you're trusting in what already is true of you, or if your mind and your will and your emotions are taking you to another place that's not reality. Uh, and, and our minds, wills, and emotions can do that. It's it's easy for us to do that. And so as we read, what you know, what capital was just reading there in Colossians 1, that is filled with the truth. That's filled with the truth of what has already happened to us. One of the things that we've been set free from is sin. The new covenant says that we have been set freed from sin. He who has died has been set free from sin. We died with Christ and we rose again with him. We were set free from sin. In our daily experience sometimes, it doesn't seem that way. Uh, but that's not the truth. Our emotions, when, when we sin or when we feel yucky because of things that we've done, our emotions can lead us to think, wow, we're still in bondage to sin. But if we remember to renew our minds, bringing our thoughts back to the truth, being set free by the truth uh, of what has re- uh, already happened to us, spiritually speaking, then we can uh, become more settled. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, one thing, you know, we were talking about generational curses not too long ago. You know, the truth is that God doesn't remember our sin anymore. So how could there be any curse? If God isn't remembering our sin, how could there be any curse? But the problem, of course, is that We remember our sins when we're not really meant to. You know, we see the things that happen to us. We we know the things that we experience every day. Experience things that are contrary again to what the reality is, and so we kind of tend to project this onto God. We keep track of our sins, and we think that He does. But the truth is that as we look at the scriptures, we see. God keeps no record of wrongs. Behold the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, who would stand? And so on and so forth. We remember our sins, unfortunately. But in order to get rid of this bondage, this soulful bondage, again, it's not spiritual bondage, uh, we need to remember the truth of what happened to us spiritually, uh, renewing our minds to uh, the truth. It's really freeing to know the truth, isn't it, Cap? Well, yeah, and you said a mouthful there. I mean, Jesus suffered every penalty that sin would ever deserve. Let me repeat that. Jesus suffered every penalty that sin would ever deserve, and he suffered it this one time. Through the work of the cross, the shedding of his blood, he took the penalty in regards to sin and its spiritual effect or consequences. So yeah, we've been set free. I mean, we talked about this uh, some weeks ago on generational curses. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's every curse of every law that you could possibly think of. And it usually related to sin. So some things to think about there. But, you know, somebody might say, Cap, what about this where James said, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. So then resist him. And I heard one minister say the best way to resist the devil is to believe the truth. 
You know, one of the greatest weapons or tools the devil has against people is ignorance and a lack of knowledge, not knowing what has been provided to us through Christ. But when we exercise faith or trust in him, that's really a form of resisting the devil. Just learn to believe the truth. That is so good. You know, how do you resist the devil? Well, just believe the truth, because that that's really sums up what we're talking about here today. You know, I heard a preacher saying one time, talking about the difference between darkness and light, as Paul uses those words. Uh, a lot of times we think that darkness means sinful behavior, and light means we're doing good. But really, so many times when Paul uses those words, what he's talking about is ignorance versus knowledge. Darkness being ignorance and uh, light being knowledge. When we don't believe or understand the truth, we're walking in darkness, we're walking uh, in ignorance. But uh, when we renew our minds to the truth of who we are in Christ, of what has already happened to us, that's when we're walking in the light, so to speak, using the words in these contexts. So many times what we really need is to simply understand what is already true of us. And so next week, what we're going to do here on Growing in Grace, so many of our problems, so many of our, so much of our ignorance sometimes is based upon, it's rooted in our thinking. It's simply rooted in how we're thinking about things. We let our emotions, again, take us to the wrong places. And so more on renewing the mind next week, right here on Growing in Grace, as we try to help uh, to change our thinking about uh, the truth of what's already happened to us. So stay tuned for that next week on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.